friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. You can find the Fort Worth Roots podcast on all of your favorite streaming services, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and many others. You can also get us on our website at fortworthroots.com. Also on YouTube, each one of these episodes has a video associated with it, so if you'd like to see our bright, shiny, sparkly faces, go to YouTube. Look up Fort Worth Roots. Stay tuned to the very end of the episode. We talk a lot about events that are coming up and our sponsors. Real quick, today, we would like to bring up our newest sponsor, Wavy Digital. You can find her on Instagram at Wavy Digital. That's W-A-V-V-Y. There's two V's in there. Wavy Digital. And uh, if you're a musician, if you're a small business, and you're looking for somebody to streamline your social media presence, this is who you need to talk to. If you're looking for a way to do the social media thing in a local way, in a very effective way, look her up. Wavy Digital on Instagram. W-A-V-V-Y. That will be in the show notes. December 16th, we are opening up the doors at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast Studio for the very first time. And if you're listening to this, you're invited. We'd like you to come out, hang with us. We'll be passing out free hugs, live music from uh, Richard Keller from Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations. Some finger foods, a little BYOB situation. Just come out, check out the studio, hang with us. And if you're a local musician and you're looking to get on the uh, Fort Worth Roots 2024 playlist, this is an excellent opportunity to come out, put your name on a form, and uh, give us permission to use your music on this playlist so that our uh, our listeners can vote on your music. So that, again, is going to be December 16th, and we're looking at probably about noon to 5. We might change that timetable a little bit, uh, depending on circumstances, but noon to 5 December 16th, and if you need directions or any information, just hit me up, media at fortworthroots.com, or you can DM us on any of the social media sites. By the way, that's always Fort Worth Roots on all of it, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Today's guest is somebody that's been on the show a couple of times in the past, but never really had the spotlight herself. Follow her on Instagram at Wavy Digital. Please give it up for our friend, Giona Scott. And let's start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fort Worth Roots. I'm with Gianna Scott here from Wavy Digital, and uh, proud to announce that we've got a new sponsor for the show. Thank you for being here. Of course, of course. Hey, you got to talk this episode. I know. I Wait. hate talking. That's why I'm always behind the camera. <laughs> Last time we had you on, I think two, both times we had you yeah. with Octavio, right? I was, I was behind the camera. And he has, he has rebranding now, right? It's Octavio. Yes, yes. Okay. He's heading that direction. Formerly known as... Tavo the Trill. Tavo the Trill, yeah. <laughs> now, is he the only artist you're working with right now here in Fort Worth? Yes, as of now. Okay. Um, I was in the process of moving to Fort Worth whenever he and I first started working together, so I didn't want to take on too much, but now I'm here, so send me all the things. So you moved to Fort Worth? Yeah, so I'm okay. actually located in Fort Worth now. Where did you live before? I lived in Gainesville. Oh which... <laughs> my God, that's right. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah, which is about an hour and some change away. Because I think the last time you guys were here, y'all either had just come from Gainesville we for were, a show yeah, or... Yeah, we were going to Gainesville. Okay. Uh, How did I that show go? I think it was go? in January, right? I think it was... Don't get me lie. <laughs> it was... Um, I had like a pajama winter formal type thing, um, mm-hmm. and he and Dank, and even Eric Evans, I don't know if you know him, but they all performed. Um, Eric Evans' name is really familiar. I don't know... They do a lot of music together, okay. the three of them. Okay. Um, and so they all three performed um, good old Gainesville, Texas. That, so. Was it a good turnout? It was. It was. Yeah. yeah. I'm always really excited to see the the turnout whenever we go to one of these R&B hip hop things. Mm-hmm. What help me out here? Would would we call Dank 817 and Tavo the Trill or Octavio? Would we call that hip hop? I mean, I, I guess so. I'm I don't want to. I'm still caught up with that. I don't genre them. <laughs> yeah. um, I would assume so, but like if you ask him. I mean, or ask them, I guess they're considered rappers, so I guess you would maybe say it's hip-hop rap or something. Mm-hmm. I sound so miseducated, but well, like... It's I hard know, to keep up. Yeah, and I mean, I think their sounds are very different, so it's 100%. kind of, yes. you know, even between the two of them, their sounds are so different, and then they're also different from what you hear on the radio, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to say, okay, yeah, they're hip-hop, they're rap, yeah. or... 
they're just in their Whatever. artistry, you know? Like Well, so. and Octavio has already told us on the show, at least last time, maybe the time before that too, he doesn't want to be considered a hip-hop rap artist at all. Right. He wants to be considered uh, an artist, exactly. a musician. Exactly. Because so. I've had friends, um, when I've introduced them to him, mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, you're um, her rapper friend. And he's like, I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Get it right, dude. <laughs> all right. So what... Um, I, kn- I know with what you're doing, you're you're more of the digital landscape. Can you kind of explain to us what Wavy Digital does? Mm-hmm. So right now, I still have um, a couple of clients back in Gainesville. Um, <sighs> one. <laughs> so you're making that drive. Not all the time. Right. I have to go down there anyways every other weekend. Um, so I try to put it to where if they need content, it's during that time. So yeah. I'm not going back and forth. Because, I mean, okay. my mom still lives there. So. Yeah. Um, so I go there once she's a med spa, so she does all different types of things. And I go there, I get the content for her, um, pictures, um, videos, whatever. And then I come back, edit them, and then I post for her. So I run her social media account. Okay. Um, and I do that for her and another person as well. So I just kind of manage, um, their social media, the captions, the hashtags, everything. Essentially, they just give me their username and password, mm-hmm. and I handle everything for them so they don't have to do any of it. And we talked about this before we went live, but that is a full-time job for each one of those clients. Yeah. Clients. Yeah, right. for sure. And I did it full-time last year. Um, I think whenever I was here is mm-hmm. when I was I was doing it full-time. And then um, I kind of missed the stability of having a 9-to-5. So I was like, okay, yeah. well, let me do that for a little bit. Um, get more clientele here in Fort Worth and sure. then go back to doing it full time. So Well, and that's what you got to do, I think. Whenever you're starting up something like that, you have to kind of build up your client list and mm-hmm. stabilize your brand and your company before you can take your foot off that very stable stone to get to right. the next step, right? Right. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, and I try not to um, put people in a year-long contract because mm-hmm. I know things change, um, things happen as well. So typically I have like a 90-day contract. Yeah. And sometimes they renew their contract or sometimes they're like, okay, well, I can't really afford it. Because, I mean, if we're being honest, social media marketing is a luxury. It's not really something you have to have. You could easily do it yourself. I would definitely disagree with that, though, because in this landscape, it seems like the only way to get your message out or you know this because you're in marketing. Right. You need multiple sources for your marketing. Mm -hmm. You can't just do one thing. And I feel Mm -hmm. like social media is an essential part of a business. It is for sure. Marketing plan. It is for sure. But for some people, they're like, I can do it myself. Granted, they don't do it as wonderfully as I may do. Right. But they're like, that's a cost that I can cut. So my clientele, it just changes. Um, And so because it's not stable, I mean, I do have the People I have now, they've been with me for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's nice to have that. But, I mean, I've had different types of clients since I've started. I've had um, barbershops. I've had um, hair salons, the med spa. I've had boutiques. And mm-hmm. so it's just all over the place. Well, for your, uh, your, your clients that are new to business, they're going to find this out over time, mm-hmm. is you got to focus on running your business. And if you're trying to do the manual labor plus the paperwork plus compliance plus advertising plus all the social media stuff, eventually you're going to quit. You can't, you're either going to adapt and find people to do these little segmented pieces of your business so that you can focus on just the business Mm -hmm. or you're going to quit. Right. Because you'll burn out. So, (laughs) Because it's a lot, especially say it's only you, you don't have any employees. So you're going to your store, wherever your brick and mortar and you're working and then on top of that if you're so busy you didn't even have time to post anything on social media so mm-hmm. then you people are like okay what do they have in store and they go look at your instagram or your facebook and there's nothing there cuz you weren't keeping up with it yeah. um and so i've had times where i've come in and seen what they started with and then i've just had to basically like rebrand the whole instagram cuz mm-hmm. it's not really you know appealing to the eye it's just something simple stock images mm-hmm. and you know people like videos like reels tiktoks where we're at today yep (laughs) (laughs) and you got to keep up with those trends so it's impossible to be good at all those things right you need somebody that can stay on top of the trends and what's uh popular at this point and Mm -hmm. what's not working what is working what the algorithm wants exactly because the algorithm is always changing (laughs) i was going to say the algorithm in itself is a whole beast Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. for sure so where's the uh how did you make the transition into working with musicians? Because it sounds like you started with uh, smaller businesses Uh and now you're working a little bit with uh, local musicians. Yeah, trying to do both. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I was already doing marketing and then Octavio and I were already friends and he, um, I would go with him to shows and stuff. And then, so it kind of like piqued my interest and I was like, well, let me like, let me help you. Like, let me see what I'm able to do. Um, give me like a year basically. And because I want to learn this industry, give me a year. Let me see what I'm able to do for you. And I was like, let me just be in the booking side of things. Let me see how much I can get you booked within this year. And so my goal for him was to have something for him monthly. Um, and I was able to do that. He wanted to focus on, um, podcast and things like that and there were a few shows that because he's a control freak I think he mentioned that the last time we were here he likes to have his hand in it as well so I would send him things and he would know how because I mean I didn't realize that a lot of times artists especially here they're having to pay to be a part of these shows I didn't realize that and I thought it was super crazy to me that they're having to pay um and so he would be able to go in there and get better deals and say, for instance, I could, cause I didn't know anything about it. So I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, well I can do the podcast side of things. Cause you know, for the most part podcast, you're just going on the show. You're not having to pay anything. Right. And so if you ever have to pay to go on a podcast, you're talking to the wrong people. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and again, I felt the same way about the shows. Like I didn't realize that like some of them, they would have um, him pay and then they would like, he can make his money back because they would give him tickets and then yeah. he would have to sell the tickets. I've heard that. You know? Like the artist will have to buy 25 tickets. Right. And if he can sell that to 25 of his friends and he's not out any money. Right. Yeah. But it's, if you can't. It's dirty. I've, there's other places around here to do that. Uh, Ridgely Room. Ridgely Room specifically. I don't know if it's just Ridgely Room. And please don't sue me. I don't know that I'm right or wrong. I could be completely wrong about this. But I have heard through people, (laughs) reputable sources, that in order to play somewhere like Ridgely Room, um, you have to do that. You have Mm -hmm. to pay to play. And I don't understand that at all. Right. And to our musician friends out there, there are plenty of places around town that will pay you to go play there. So if you don't want to pay to play, you don't have to do that in Fort Worth. But there are, unfortunately, a lot of places like that. And depending on the shows You want to drop some names? No. no? Okay. Like, <laughs> um, there would be um, bigger shows that have huge headliners. Yeah. And those, I guess I could understand. But again, like sometimes it just didn't make sense to me. It so never makes sense to me. He would handle those. Um, and then I would handle more of like just strictly the podcast and mm-hmm. getting him booked on different podcasts and things like that. Okay. So um, I've, after doing that, I became more interested and I'm like, okay, like I want to do this for somebody else, for Mm -hmm. more people. Um, Even if it's just doing bookings, even if it's just um, getting them booked for podcasts, for instance, or finding them shows and being like, hey, are you interested in this show? I'll I'll reach out on your behalf. And then if there's any more logistics, then I'll tap you in and then, you know, so forth. So like, for instance, his Amplify 817 um, show he, which was great. He, I was there for that. It was awesome. He, um, <laughs> there was a lot of things on the back end that needed to be done. Like they needed to upload his music so that they could see his catalog. And so I did that. Um, oh, nice. So things like that. Like I'm able to do a lot of things. And I know that depending on the artist, it just depends on what they're wanting you to do for them. So sure. it looks differently. It's like creating your own package for each artist because you mm-hmm. never know what their need might be. So That's awesome. Yeah. So do you see yourself uh, kind of migrating more towards that than small businesses or is you, are you going to keep it kind of diversified? Yeah, I think I want to have a very diverse portfolio. I want to be smart. able to learn different angles of marketing That's as smart. best as I can. Are there any other uh, artists in the area that you're working with right now? No, just him. Um, and he's um, been doing a lot more bigger things. He just shot um, a video with Peso Peso. Oh, very cool. Um, he did some music with him, didn't he? Yeah, so he okay. has a feature with him, and they shot a video for that feature. Okay. Um, and then him and Has Eric, that been released yet? Uh, no, it has okay. not. Okay, when it does, please share it with me. <laughs> and then him and Eric Evans, they have a song um, coming out as well. Um, but no, it, it goes back to me not being in Fort Worth yet, and I wanted to wait um, mm-hmm. until I was here to kind of tap into to the market here once I was here and settled, because... Yeah. Heaven forbid they need me and I'm all the way in BFE Gainesville and and yeah, and I can't get here or not make it because I like to go to the shows. If I'm working with an artist, I would like to go to as many of their shows as I can. So, well, and Octavio is all over the place. He's in Gainesville. He's in Denton. He's like, doesn't he go to like different states as well? Haven't I seen him pop up on uh, 
Tickets for maybe I'm just thinking it's so far away it might as well be it, a different state. I think he's <laughs> mainly been in Texas. I don't know if he's done anything outside of Texas, but like north of Amarillo. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's like Panhandle. He's a traveler. Yeah, <laughs> Dallas. Like all. Yeah, he's been all over the place. Yeah. But if you're going to work with other artists, and I know that he likes doing that. Mm-hmm. so Yeah, for sure. And I've talked there. to Ernie, um, and I told him, I was like, hey, look, I'm here. I'm ready to, like, work. Ernie's plugged in, I feel like, everywhere. Ernie, hit, does Ernie not have somebody helping him right now? He does. He okay. does. But I'm saying as far as, like, me. Roan? Yes. Yeah. Uh, me going with them to things to meet other artists, mm-hmm. stuff like that, tapping me into the different industries. Yeah. Because he's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, and he's killing it on TikTok. He is. <laughs> Craziest bars. I'm like, Craziest bars I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He even has a really um, good following on Instagram as well. I'm sure. I'm sure. I think it's over 100K. Yeah. I've gotten to where I'm just hyper-focused on TikTok lately. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely seeing his TikTok traffic. Um, I, I feel bad. I think I'm kind of pulling away from Instagram and Facebook, but I really need to stay on top of those because... I feel like, and you know this, TikTok is always riding the razor edge. Mm-hmm. We don't know if we're going to lose it or not. So yeah, any kind of progress you're making on TikTok is always, you know, is is it going to is it going to get banned tomorrow? Right, because no. you know that the overflow <laughs> will be back on Instagram for sure. So for yeah. sure, but everything I almost everything I put on TikTok is goes onto Instagram. Right, and I'm sure you have a process like this too. But mm-hmm. I upload on TikTok, save those videos, put them on Instagram, which I've been told not to do, but I do it anyway. And then it goes to Facebook from Instagram. Why were you told not to do that? Um, apparently, the algorithm doesn't like it, but oh, okay. I don't play the algorithm game because I don't understand it. Gotcha. And I d- I've heard the algorithm gets kind of messed up whenever, you know, like you can auto share it to several platforms. I only do that from, it goes from Instagram to Facebook. That so just I was told that, that they don't like that either. Like it, it's you're there. supposed to, exactly, it's the same thing, meta, yeah. um, that you're supposed to upload them separately. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. I mean, I don't either because, I mean, it's like, if it's already gone over there, why am I going to, you yeah. know? So, yeah. You literally have an option to auto-share. So, <laughs> yeah. we're done. Yeah. <laughs> One thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. And uh, so, did you move to Fort Worth specifically just so you could be closer to your artist? No. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. I wanted to get I was like, out that's of... dedication. <laughs> no. I wanted to get out of Gainesville anyways, and in the process of doing that, I was looking at different jobs and stuff in the area, and I have a banking background, Okay. and one of my friends from Gainesville, she moved to Weatherford, and she started working for the bank that I now work for, Oh, cool! and she's like, you should come work for this bank. Um, It's similar to the bank we used to work at together, like, you know, blah, 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 and so the position that they had available that I wanted was in Fort Worth, so it just made sense to move here, and then it, you know, everything kind of aligned where I was here, and now I can do more things for the artist. Did you immediately notice a cost of living increase? Yes. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It was. It wasn't like this ten years ago. It's like a night and day difference. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And everything's like twenty-ish minutes away. Yeah, even from if each it's other. right down the street. Even if it's five miles. Because you got a hundred intersections and lots of traffic. Yeah, and that that was. An adjustment because Gainesville is super small, so it mm-hmm. took me literally maybe five minutes to get to where I need to clear go. across town. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been good though. I've been here since August. So we got the food though. Make sure yeah. you get a gym membership because we write. <laughs> <laughs> it's been. I have a six year old, and she has fell in love with being able to do anything after school. So every day so she's great. wanting to go on some type of an adventure, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is. One, we're going to get fat, and two, like, you're going to make us broke because we're just going from place to place to place every time. Well, there's, there, there, for sure, absolutely. But there's so many really cool free things you can do in town, too. Um, one of the most interesting things, I think, uh, like, I don't have kids, but if I right. did, we'd be at the Trinity Park all the time on that really badass... Uh, Dream Park. Yeah, Dream yep. Park. It's amazing. We've been there. And I don't know how long that thing's been there. I was... Uh, I was out there jogging one day and I ran by that thing and I'm like, what is that? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's just free nice. access. Yep. Beautiful. Get and out there. And then they have little vendors there sometimes too. There's always the something front. going yep. on. Yeah. We actually, this studio actually stole something from that park. There was a uh, traditional Japanese taiko band that played out there every Sunday in almost any kind of conditions. In fact, if it was raining, they would move under the bridge. And they've got these huge taiko drums that uh, the leader of their group, if I can say that, Sean, uh, made these drums, these big drums. So they're out there just banging these drums. And Sunday, about 9 o'clock in the morning, you'd go, if you're running or whatever, 
there they would be playing their music through and you could hear it for a mile mm-hmm. in both directions up and down that strip of the park well we stole that from them and they practice here now but that is such a cool park there's always something going on there uh car sh- like car not car shows but get together yeah. and people out there biking and mm-hmm. dogs and it's just a and really cool so spot long like yeah. you know like it's massive yeah if you try to you know walk run jog bike that thing that's a full day event yeah it's huge for sure and there's bars and restaurants up and down mm-hmm. it so but anyway uh point of that is yeah there's lots of good places good, good ways to spend your money yeah uh but there's also some free stuff too yeah. and the parks are amazing I'm around have to here tap into the free free part yeah. of things because yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's expensive it is there's another really cool spot that's uh fairly inexpensive but i think it'd be a great saturday treat and not a sponsor of the show or anything but it's a an aquarium inside the uh ooh, what's the name of that mall just down the street here there's a mall. it's not the river we've Oaks. been it's ridgemore Ridgemar. yeah yeah we've been ridgemore and they've got the uh aquatic sequest sequest yeah, yeah yeah we went that's pretty cool and what was it like 11 bucks um, we actually, fun fact, if you go on, I think it's Groupon or something, uh-huh. they have free tickets. So my sister free. went on there. Damn. My sister went on there and uh, we got free tickets and we took my daughter, my nephew, and me and my sister were able to get in. Nice. So, yeah. And you can, you know, you could spend all day there or you yeah. could walk through it in 20 minutes. The aquarium? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's definitely a 20-minute walk. Yeah, I mean, if you stayed there and hung out at each one of the exhibits, because, I mean, you can touch the, what are those, those aren't manta rays, uh, have big, you been inside the, the of big it? flat fish have they changed it a lot yeah oh really yeah. that's so sad what is it now can you describe it no oh okay but it's that bad really oh that's terrible um last time i went they literally had a, a mermaid swimming around yeah, inside it's this definitely tank. not that oh no, no that is so sad yeah like they had a they did have a sloth and the sloth like wouldn't even come out yeah. And then, like, the little baby sharks, they were literally at the bottom of the aquarium. Oh, this sounds very bad. Yeah, so. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> okay, like, well, scratch that off your list, folks. That doesn't sound like something I want to point you towards. I'm like, wait, which one did you go to? Because I was like, there's It was not... incredible. Yeah. It was amazing. Whenever it first opened up, and they were, they were very aggressive about their business plan. Like, they were going to open up these aquariums and mm-hmm. malls all over the country. Because, you know, like everybody else watching this or listening... All the malls have just turned into ghost towns. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's what they can't rent space because it's not worth anything. Mm-hmm. No one's going there. Yeah, and uh, that that mall, Ridgemar Mall, their their big draw was the movie theater, and Sequest, for a couple of years. Wow. And I guess Sequest just dried up. That's crazy. Like it's, and I say that it would take twenty minutes because it's not that big anymore either. Like it's, it maybe took us. Exactly 20, and that was us being in the gift shop for a minute. Okay. Yeah, it's not that big. That sucks. I thought it was a really cool idea. I was like, okay, malls are going to turn into these attractions. Yeah. Right? I guess not. You should go check it out just so you uh, can yeah, see what Yeah, I do want to go by there and be like, so what happened? Because we, <laughs> I mean, the, when, the first time that it opened, mm-hmm. um, like the week that it opened, we went, and there's people everywhere like you could not you even go inside. walk no because literally the line busy. the yeah. lady was like even if you were to wait in line um you wouldn't be able to get to the front by the time it closed like it was that bad like Damn. that packed so yeah. we were like oh this is going to be amazing you mm-hmm. know so then we waited a few weeks and we went during the week to see if that would help and it did nobody was there nobody was lying and um we were me and my sister were shook that's awful yeah yeah they had like an iguana exhibit and i don't remember what kind of lizard this is that like the eyes move in different directions and it like changes colors and stuff is that a chameleon oh, yeah chameleon but there was a lady and she like had it out walking on her arm and then there oh, was no. you know like i said there was a mermaid in the uh sea ray or whatever you call those things the flatfish mm-hmm. oh stingrays yeah that oft uh erwin i think yeah. anyway Really cool stuff. They take the barbs out and they explain to you, like, oh, no, these are safe. I'm like, I'm still going to be over here right. away from that because I remember Jeff. <laughs> Never forget. Yeah. Crocodile hunter. Yeah. yeah. It, that's I'm, I'm going to have to go check it out. You are. That for sucks. Sure. Well, is there anything else that you can tell people? Because they're probably honing in, like, okay, where are great places? Take my kids. Have you found anything else? Um, 
cost friendly or just in general? Just in general. I mean, my daughter is very bougie, so she does like to go get her nails done. Um, this is your six or six year old, yes. a bougie little six year old. She likes to get her nails done. <laughs> she likes pho. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. We got a couple of good places we like do. that. I do like um, Fun Grill over there off of Healin. Mm-hmm. That one's a really good one. Um, and there's like a little hidden gym in White Settlement. I don't know what it's called exactly, but I've probably they been have there. really good pho. Um, the, pho hell, the pho house maybe? I don't know. It's not that one right by Sports Clip, is it? Yeah. I Across think so. from QT kind of? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like on the corner. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, that one's a really good one. Um those are normally my like go to. What I'm about that one that. on Seventh? Is it still there? I don't know. I've never been. There. There's a ramen place I like to go to. There's also a, a pho place. Oh, okay. So I'm about eating. Like we like to eat. So mm-hmm. um, we're Texans. That's what we do. Have you been to Charleston's? Uh, where's it at? It's on Hewlin as well. Probably not. It's like on the deeper side. Like when you go further down off mm-hmm. of Hewlin, um, like over there, closer to the TCU part. Okay. It's really it's in like a little shopping thing. That one's okay. really good. Probably haven't been to that one. Um, we like Cane Rosso's. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, the Magnolia Wine Bar has become one of my favorites. Maggie's R and R is really good. Are those right across the street from each uh-huh. other? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And I'm trying to think. Been to um, both of those then. There's actually a new little. There's a new um, bakery. It's called the Lucky Duck Bagel. And fun fact. It's right there on Magnolia. It's next to a pizza place. It's on, no. Oh, okay. It's on, I'm thinking it's of by 7th. Okay. And it's, um, I found it, because Fort Worth has this thing on Instagram called Fort Worth's Love List or something like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. I follow it, and it came on there. And if you go in there and you get an ice to drink, you get a free rubber ducky. <laughs> or if you go and make a, a Yelp review, they give you the huge rubber ducky. Oh, nice. So just fun fact. Very smart. Mm-hmm. All right, put that on the list. Yeah, that uh, Fort Worth Love List, shout out to them. I've reached out to them, wanted to get them on the show. But it's pretty incredible what they've done. Yeah. And they can walk walk into a place, and they've done it. Uh, I know they've done it at McFly's down the street. And Casey was telling me that Fort Worth Love List went in there and did a video. And I think he was talking about engagement on their Instagram went up like 300,000% or something. It was insane. Yeah. So. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah. But they've helped me find a lot of good food places just from like looking at you know some of the things that they've shared. So uh-huh. they've yep. been good. They're on another level now. Can't can't talk to them. I guess <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did you live in Gainesville your entire life? Is that where you uh, grew up? Went to high school? All that good stuff? Yeah. 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 So this is your first time out of Gainesville. It is. It's been. It's been crazy. It's yeah. been an adjustment just because all my family and friends are there. Right. Um, like my best, my two best friends, well, three best friends went to high school with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they still live in Gainesville. Yeah. So we literally have to plan brunch dates just so we can like see each other every couple of weeks and catch up and stuff. But yeah. don't I stop like, doing that. Yeah. I mean, I refuse. We've been best friends. Like I, well, honestly, even longer than that, like since the second grade. So, I mean, they're, they're. For lifers, for yeah. sure. Um, but it's been nice having so many different opportunities here. Um, mm-hmm. And just being able, like I said, to, like, if you want something, you literally have anything you can think of here. And it wasn't like that in Gainesville. You would have to drive to Denton yeah. um, or Sherman to get Sephora or Ulta, you know, um, restaurants. They didn't have really a big selection of restaurants. Yeah. So that's been nice as well. Um, and just, like, I go out now and I people watch because it's way different. Like it is such a different mm-hmm. vibe than in Gainesville. I'm sure, but I yeah. don't. I don't regret it. I'm glad that it, I finally got like the because I had been talking about it for years. And my dad um, lived in Dallas, and he's like, "You have to get out of Gainesville. Like, you just have to." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I will." And where's your dad live? Right now, he lives in East Texas. Okay, but he lived in Dallas for okay. born and raised, really. And then um, a few years back, he moved to East Texas with my grandparents. It's so, so. funny because I, I went to high school in Abilene. Okay, and uh, m- moved out for the military, and then ended up in Fort Worth. But um, it's so funny whenever you get away from your small town, the perspective changes, and, and you're looking in from the outside, going. You guys have got to get out of there. Right. <laughs> you now. don't see it. You don't see it while you're there. Yeah, because you're like, everything's fine. Like, yeah. you know, it's fine. Everything's fine. And then you get out and you're like, holy crap. How did I do that for yeah. so long? But it works the other way. And your dad's a, a model of this because yeah. after enough time city life, you want to get away from it mm-hmm. too. 
you know. Yeah. I mean, it starts getting under your skin after a while. And he's like in deep East Texas. Yeah. Like, so he's that makes sense. In the country life. Yeah. You want to yeah. come out, come out to the city, make your money, and then get yeah. the get the hell out. But I couldn't have lived in Abilene either. I had to go no. there for training for where I work, because mm-hmm. um, that's where their headquarters is, is in Abilene. Yeah. And I was there for training two different times. Do you mind me like, asking what you do? First Financial Bank is where oh, I work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They're huge in Abilene, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went there for training. And I There's was two banks like, in Abilene. First Financial and Abilene Teachers. <laughs> yeah, it's... I didn't realize when we were in training, they were like, oh, like you just make sure when you're out, um, be on your P's and Q's. Because if they know that you work for First Financial, like they're honed in to how you act, like your character, basically. <laughs> And I was just like, okay. So I, after training, I'd go to Target, and I'm like, I can't even like talk on the phone. Like, I just need to get what I need to get because there's no telling what I'm going to say if I'm on the phone. Yeah, I'm like, I just need to get what I need to get and just go back to the housing prices are going up to twelve percent next week. Yeah, (laughs) like heaven forbid I let a cuss word come out of my mouth, you know. But um, yeah, I couldn't live there. I they did have a really I don't know if you've been back. They have a really good fun place there. I think it's called um. Oh, my gosh. I usually end up going to Abilene once every couple of years. Okay. Just to see some good friends. Phoenix, oh, Phoenix Fa is what it's called. Okay. Yep. There's been some interesting changes in Abilene, just like Fort Worth. I mean, yeah. Fort Worth, 10 years ago, it was nothing like this. And I, I tell people all the time, like, we used to go, if we wanted to see a show, we had to at least go to Grand Prairie. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't have Dickie's Arena. Oh, okay. That, that wasn't yeah. there. And so, shows... You know, very least Grand Prairie. Usually we had to go to the, at the time it was called the Jexa Energy Pavilion. I don't know what it's called now, but out there in Dallas, mm-hmm. it was Dosa Keys for a while. And I don't know. I don't, you have any idea what I'm talking about? No, I do. I do. Okay. But I don't know what it's called now. Yeah. It just changes names all the time. So anyway, but now we've got Dickies. Yeah. So if you want to spend $500 for nosebleed tickets, we've got a place for that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big advocate for people like, Listen, don't go see Garth Brooks for 500 bucks and hate the show. Not that the Dixie, Dixie, excuse me, Dickie's is a great arena. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. There's not a bad seat in that place. So let me just kind of step that back a little bit. But you can take that $500 that you're going to go see one uh, high ticket artist mm-hmm. and you could spend all year going to see local musicians around town. Magnolia Motor Lounge, Pouring Glory, McFly's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of these places don't even have uh, cover charges. Anyway, Abilene changed a little bit over the last 10 years, but the population has stayed exactly the same. They got a Hooters about five years ago, and that was the talk of the town. <laughs> but since then, there's been a bunch of other businesses that have moved yeah. into town. So. I heard about um, Cadillacs and Guitars. Guitars and Cadillacs, yeah. yeah that's a, a. It used to be the biggest honky-tonk in Abilene. I don't know if it still is, but enormous dance floor gotcha. and if you were looking to score yourself a dui or a black eye that was the place to go oh my gosh yeah. i was told because i mean our trainer had a whole book just for places that, for us to i mean we were there for a week so mm-hmm. she's like here's the places that you should try and it was on there but i was like i don't feel like that's you know like really like my vibe so we didn't go yeah. there but i did good call ha- i did find a really good pizza place down there it's called vagabond okay um new to, new to me I haven't heard of and it. And then we went to a place called Blue Goose Cantina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not familiar with that one. I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I've ever been in there. Um, they've done a lot of work trying to revitalize the downtown area mm-hmm. and turn it into... Somebody told me the other day that Abilene is the storybook capital of the United States of the world. And I'm like, okay. What? That's what she said, too. <laughs> and she's like, there's even storybook characters downtown. Yeah, yeah. And so, of course... Yard art all over the place. Yes. And it was like... <laughs> Three Little Pigs, and it was like a statue of the Three Little right, Pigs, you right. know? And I'm like, so Some is Dr. this Dr. Seuss what, stuff. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, so is this what makes it the storybook, you know? Something like that. And probably has something to do with the Grace Museum, mm-hmm. which was always really cool when we were kids. It's been there forever. Um, cute little uh, museum art exhibit right there on, on the main street that goes through downtown South First, I think. Um, and they used to have a dinosaur and a car kind of poking out of the top of the building it was it's always been a cool spot but i think all of that is kind of centered around gotcha. that, that corner of downtown um last time i was down there was the winter of 21 i want to say new year's 2021 i was there and i wanted to just kind of walk around abilene and check it out and i walked by kind of that corner of mm-hmm. downtown and i there's the abilene reporter uh 
newspaper building. Windows busted out. Curtains blowing through the busted windows. And I walked up to that thing and I looked and they had a just a shitty 8 by 11 uh, copy paper message that said, we are no longer in business. This facility is closed. No entry without per- permit. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, damn. Wow. So, I mean, we all know that things like libraries and yeah. newspapers are struggling. But that, for some reason, really struck me. Mm-hmm. Struck me. It was the, uh, and it says there's a plaque on the, the wall there for that building. It says the longest running newspaper in Texas or the United States or something like that. I think Texas probably. Yeah. But. That's crazy. Even the ol- oldest, longest running newspaper in uh, in Texas, at least, couldn't survive. Which is crazy, because I know yeah. we still have Gainesville, it's called Gainesville Daily Register, like that's still a thing, so yeah. it's crazy. Well, if you can adapt, you, you can survive, um, you know, which is something that you see with like the Fort Worth uh, Library mm-hmm. and Amplify 17, you know, they're leaning away from the things that they used to do to to kind of serve the community and they're leaning into the things that are important to the community. Mm-hmm. So, um, with, with that adaptation or, you know, just kind of rolling with the punches, they'll, they'll be able to continue to be a thing. It, yeah. it won't look anything like it did 40 years ago, but it'll still be the library and they'll still serve that same mission in some respect or right. at, at some degree, but they'll move into other areas that are more, um, that help serve the community. So, yeah, but you know, Abilene reporter didn't get that memo. So (laughs) anyway, yeah, Abilene, there's, there's nothing bad to say about Abilene, except there's nothing to say about Abilene. Right. So, yeah, we actually went to a meeting down, our company got bought out the other day and we had to go to a meeting in Abilene because it's kind of the central hub for the entire Western side of Texas. So just crazy. Yeah. So you've been in Fort Worth for 10 years? 14. 14. 14 or 15, yeah. Kind of off and on because I was was stationed out here at this military base. I don't know. Did you know there's a military base right here? I think so. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, NASJRB. Yes, I saw the little... And for us old fogies, it it was called Carswell. (laughs) JFK flew in there, I think, the the week that he got shot. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of history there. (laughs) Anyway, I was stationed there and then... Moved around a lot for uh, trainings or deployments, things like that. So I've been in and out of Fort Worth for a while, but this has always been home base for the last 14 years. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but I, I love Fort Worth and I hate to see any more changes because, you know, as these communities continue to change, you know, it feels less like home. Right. I go through Arlington every once in a while. We used to have a lot of family in Arlington and that used to be the place in DFW where people wanted to raise their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it was wonderful. And now it's not so much. Just another one of those greasy yeah. DFW towns. Sorry, well, Arlington. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, oh, Fort Worth wouldn't be bad um, because it's like to me, it reminds me of like a city suburb. Like you're getting like the city feel, but it also feels like a suburb. It's not super crazy yeah. like Dallas. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I agree. I hope it doesn't get too much bigger. And the unfortunate thing is, I think it will. Yeah. I don't think there's any way to stop it. In Arlington, you still have wonderful things. Go Cowboys. Go Rangers. <laughs> Congratulations on the World Series. I feel really bad for making that comment now. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be coming for you in the comments. It's okay. Bring it. <laughs> I, I was there. I saw the whole thing. We were uh, more or less kind of raised in, in Arlington. Um, you know, we we started in Midland, made it to Abilene, but we always had family in Arlington. So we were there three or four times a year. Gotcha. Taking those big... You remember Big Wheels? Are you old enough to remember Big Wheels? Mm-mm. There were these hard plastic... Uh, it, it's like a it's not a bike it's got a, it's got one big wheel up front and your ass is almost all the way on the ground it's got tiny little wheels in the back and it's just real hard plastic the whole not thing not a tricycle it it yeah it would okay. clo- it'd be closest to a tricycle except the handlebars were way up here yes above your head about. okay and uh it, they were indestructible and my cousins lived at the top of a hill in arlington and this was the highlight of the trip because we had two or three of these things. We started with three, and I think at the end of the saga, we only had one left that still could be ridden. Because we were getting bigger, yeah. right? More more, uh, more weight on the bike, and it would it would destroy it. But we would take these things down that hill at Mach 12, and uh, 
Where were the parents? I don't know. Where were the parents? Out on the top but of a hill. They'd be inside, and we'd be <laughs> out there in the street just running down this thing at 90 miles an hour with no brakes, you know? And the pedals, it had pedals on the side. So once you got the thing going, the pedals would just, whoa. If you stuck your leg out there, you lose a pound of uh, calf muscle, right? <laughs> so the the last one, and I'll never forgive my sister for this, and I think this is why our cousins don't talk to us anymore. Uh, she took the last big wheel down the hill whenever we were getting older. And she ran that thing 90 miles an hour into the front of a Buick. The big wheel exploded, and she went sliding across the hill. <laughs> she was more or less okay, but the big wheel was destroyed. So everyone uh, was, was like, the big wheel. you ruined the big wheel. Forget you how you, forget your knees or anything. <laughs> she like was. That. She was crying, you know, like a little, scra- little scrape on the knee, a little scrape on the elbow. And we're not worried about her. We're like. The big wheel. The last one left. Thousand, thousand pieces. <laughs> Mom and her hot glue gun, that that's one thing she will not be able to put back together. <laughs> that sounds like something off of the sand sand lot or something. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah. yeah. We need to know your number one drinking spot. In Fort Worth. In right Fort now. Worth right now. <sighs> okay, so let me just preface. If I'm if classier side, then probably the Magnolia wine bar. Good. They have really good um, drinks. However, if you, if you if they're busy and you order food from them, you will starve to death. Okay. I died twice. Okay. Um, not so classy. I really haven't got to explore um, a whole bunch of drinking places, but I will say Nickel City is a really good one. I love I, their food, man. Yes. Well, and I like their, um, they have like this little pina colada drink. Okay. And I'm not even kidding. That thing is so strong. <laughs> one will get you right. Two, you'll be right, right. But mm-hmm. one, yeah. it's like, it's all, all right, I'm feeling pretty nice right now. Um, and they're not even that big, and they're so good. And they're they're priced pretty well, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, you walk into that place, and you're like, ooh, shit, I don't know if I can afford this place. Yeah. But it's not bad. No. I usually go for a yellow belly. And their tater tots are really good. All the, I have not had bad food yeah, there. I've had their sliders. The sliders are the what's up. Um, I'll go through way more of those than I should, <laughs> but they're delicious. I think they might put some illicit sub- substances on those burgers because <laughs> they're sliders. Excuse me. They're amazing. <laughs> they are really good. And it comes out fast. So yep. I was actually across the street at, uh, is it Tiki Lounge? Yeah, I, I think it's like I don't know if that's right. right. But yeah, it's, yep. okay. They don't serve food. Um, they will sell you chips. So I had two, maybe three bags of Lay's potato chips and just wasn't doing it. So they're like, why don't you go across the street to Nickel City? I'm like, okay. So I did. And I don't regret it. Their food's amazing. Their food is really good. <laughs> and um, I've had, I'm a big cider person, and I found my one of my favorite ciders that um, you can find at like Walmart and stuff, but I would have never have thought to buy it because I never tasted it. It's by Bishop. Okay. Um, I had it at- It's at Walmart? Yeah. Huh. I had it at Nickel City, and it was amazing. And I found out they have different like variations of it. Like, I had a tropical one the other day. Are you telling me- Hold on. Did I misunderstand you? You're buying sliders at Walmart? Ciders. Ciders. Okay. I'm Sorry. I was still stuck stuck on the food. My bad. You had the sliders <laughs> on your brain. Oh, that's where I'm going after we get done here. Yes. Okay. A cider. It's called what? Bishop. Bishop. Okay. Mm-hmm. There may be something behind it. Bishop or I don't something, know. Something. But yeah. you, all you need to know is Bishop. And then they have um, different variations of it, like I said. Are you uh, are you gluten free? Okay, ciders are a good gluten free option. <laughs> I know that's you a, know that? that's an odd thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> my girlfriend, the co-host of the show, Megan, okay. who wanted to be here but she had to be at work tonight. Um, she's gluten free. Gotcha. And so I'm I'm starting to pick up on these things. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it like a healthier alternative? Well, she's got kind of an allergy to it. And oh, gotcha. Honestly, and this has been coming up a lot. I'm sorry, folks. You've already heard me say this, um, but. I think we might all be allergic to gluten. Okay. Because she, okay, so she cooks most of our meals. Right. Okay. I'm sorry, Megan. She cooks all of our meals. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get that right. <laughs> I take her out to eat. That's that's how I cook. That's your contribution. Yeah. I, I've cooked once. The whole time we've been together, I've cooked once. Oh, my goodness. I help. I do help. Okay. I'm, I'm good with dishes. Okay. Sometimes I'll help chop some of the foods to prepare. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but since she's been uh, preparing the meals and doing all the sh- the shopping for us, and anyway, 
now whenever I get into like something that's like super high in gluten, Mm -hmm. like beer, I've got a lot of beer that I really love. Mm -hmm. It'll make me sick. And it's, I, I swear to God, it's got to be because like nauseous sick. I want to talk about it. Okay. But that type of sick. Not pleasant. Yeah. Right. So, and I mean for 12 hours or more. Really? Yeah. And it doesn't always hit me, but sometimes it does. And it's like, obviously because I've been on like a gluten, right? a low gluten intake diet and then I'll do something like that and it'll make me sick. So you said beer? Beer is, yeah, it's high in gluten, but cider's not. Okay. Cider, usually cider isn't. But is that normally when you notice it is beer or? Sometimes. Okay. And it depends on how fast I drink the gotcha. beer too. And it's just so stupid and weird. But I, I really do think that like if everybody took two weeks off of gluten and then mm-hmm. went and ate something with gluten in it, they'd be like, oh shit, me too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cider. That's what made me think of that. <laughs> totally irrelevant also well i mean i'm like now more intrigued because i'm like does wine is it high in gluten or i don't think know? so okay i don't think wine is because i've seen her have wine okay in fact she so we went to a harry potter uh forbidden forest it's one of those things where like they set up outdoors and you mm-hmm. go through this little course it's really cool and uh one of the things they had there was like hot wine whatever that's called there's like a name for it and she ordered that, and I was like, I'm sticking with the White Claw. And she had it, and it was terrible. But anyway, she does drink wine. Was it here in Fort Worth? No. This thing is almost in Canada. It was like Lake Louisville. Is that right? Just north of us, up uh, 35? Lake Louisville? Yeah, just outside of Lake Louisville, hmm. I think. Never. I've heard of Louisville. It's basically Canada. We drove for three days. We were still in Texas. It was actually only like an hour and a half, but it felt <laughs> like forever. And we got there. We did a we we were hungry on the way, and so she starts looking up places that we could eat, and she pulled up uh, PF Chang's, and I'm like, we're not gonna make it, so we got it to go. Mm-hmm. Do you like PF Chang's? I mean, it's not terrible. She ordered some noodles that slapped harder than any noodles I've ever had. Really? So now she, I think she's getting PF Chang's tonight for like takeout at work, but that's my new favorite thing. It's PF Chang's, Chang's, some kind of noodle. I'd have to ask her which kind it was. Interesting. I've had their orange chicken before. I haven't ate there a whole lot. Yeah. Um. Again, Gainesville didn't have much. No like PF Chang's. Have, no, you'd have really? to go to like Denton or something like that. And of course, did you have a Chick Fil A? We did. Okay. Not. It's maybe been there four years, so it's not. <laughs> it's not like it's been there a long time. Yeah. But you know, when you would drive, you're like, "Hey, I'm already in Denton." PF Chang's wasn't really one that you'd be like, "Hey, let's go to P." You know what I mean? Like right. you had so many other things that you could yeah go eat. So yeah. It's a good spot. I'm trying to think of something local. I I I've been trying to uh, just promote our local businesses, but I I can't think of anything that's local. Maybe somebody could tell me in the comments or DM me or something. Send me an email. Um, but I can't think of anything locally owned that competes with like PF Chang's. Mm. Right? We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, I haven't really tapped into like the Asian. Foods. Other around. than other than pho that we were talking yeah. about, but I mean, but I think most of those are chains, also. Maybe I don't know. I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have you. to investigate that. Yeah, find out if pho and Grill is a chain. Okay, that on Healing is that yep. the Healing one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you want to tell people where they can find all your content? Yep. So Wavy Digital W A V V Y. Digital. <laughs> it's on Instagram. And then my personal Instagram can be at socially Gianna. Um, you can contact me either way. So DM, what have you. Um, and yeah. you're servicing small business. Small businesses, musicians, musicians um, like whether you're established or trying to get into, like trying to get more bookings. Um, and yeah. And you are the. Uh, presenting sponsor for an upcoming event but it's highly exclusive folks you might get an email from me um this is gonna be the first one that we've done that's not like totally open to the public but you're gonna be our uh uh presenting sponsor for that one so thank you very much of course and um we would like to get you back on the show with uh any of your artists that you're promoting or working with okay, hopefully it's more than just octavio <laughs> although we we do love having octavio on 100 <laughs> percent. <Okay. laughs> but yeah yeah let's get some more people in here yeah for sure all right anything for our folks before we get out of here nope 
Okay. Thank you for what, having me. What do you got going on tonight? What are you doing after this? Nothing. I'm recovering from last <laughs> night. <laughs> okay. Taking the night off. Well, thank you so much for being here, and thank we'll you, get you back you. on the show soon. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. See you guys. Huge thank you to Giona Scott. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being a sponsor. Guys, come on out December 16th. We've got our little uh, housewarming party. Uh, grand opening, not opening thing. I don't know what the hell we're going to call this thing. It's our Christmas party. So come on out. Finger Foods, BYOB. It's going to be a good deal. And our presenting sponsor, of course, is Wavy Digital. It's going to be a lot of fun. You should be there. And if you're a musician and you want to be on the 2024 uh, Fort Worth Roots podcast playlist, come on out. Download your music. Sign our little form giving us permission to use that music. And uh, let's get you the attention you deserve here on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. If you want to see what that looks like, go back to episode 174. Uh, we did a little light version of that, just showcasing previous uh, bands that we've had on the show. But uh, we want to do that with your music, too. The only requirement is that you have played here in Fort Worth. If you come at me from Dallas and you've never played in Fort Worth, I'm going to tell you no. I'm sorry. Got to play in Fort Worth. That's my version of pay to play, baby. Got to pay the Fort Worth people the music they deserve, and then you can play. Here on the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. Talk about these sponsors real quick. Of course, Wavy Digital. Find them on Instagram as W-A-V-V-Y Digital. Uh, I'll have that in the show notes for you. And, of course, all of our sponsors are listed on the website. Go to fortworthroots.com. You'll see the drop-down for trusted sponsors. I'll be there for you. Cowtown Nutrition, located at 5430 River Oaks Boulevard. They offer, they offer a healthy alternative to that compulsory fast food craving. You can also load up on your favorite Herbalife products and learn about their fitness groups that they hold on location at Cowtown Nutrition on Instagram. It is Cowtown underscore nutrition. Pouring Glory. One of my favorite places on the whole wide world, 1001 Bryan Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas, just off South Main Street. It's a uh, PG is a growler refilling station that serves craft beer and award-winning food with live music. Got live music all the time. Um, Dog Park Sunday. Go out there uh, Sundays from, I think, 11 to 4. Take the fur babies off the leash. Let them run wild. Really good place. Love it. Love the food. I'd been going to uh, Pouring Glory for years before they became a sponsor. Y'all need to check that out. Great food, wonderful people, excellent environment. Pouring Glory, 1001 Bryan Avenue. Body Machine Fitness, a place that uh, I have a membership to and need to go a lot more often. I love this place because I know how to do the workout. I do. I can go to the gym and I can carry a little book with me and I can make sure that I record my results and get the gains that I need. But it's so much easier just to go in there and let their uh, highly trained, uh, what do they call them? Oh, I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, inner trainers. It's entertainment uh, with a, a physical fitness feel. It's incredible. And what I'm trying to tell you, uh, here late on a Sunday, is that uh, I don't need my book. I don't need to track my progress. I don't need to track my workout. They give me everything I need inside of a 45-minute class, which, by the way, uh, if you can just commit the time to go to one of these classes, it does not feel like 45 minutes. You get in there, and you hit like a time warp. You've got this highly energetic trainer leading the class, and you're up on the treadmills, and then you're down on the floor doing workouts, uh, body weight, maybe with some dumbbells, uh, do, doing all these different workouts. And you've got this trainer there that's telling you what to do, when to do it, how long to do it. And by the time you leave there, you've accomplished something. And uh, every single time, without fail, I always feel like, damn, what, what just happened? How, how did that happen so fast? 
anyway, it's a really cool setup. Please check it out. Body Machine Fitness is located at 2300 West 7th Street in Fort Worth. Uh, what is the name of that shopping center? The West Bank. West Bank Shopping Center. Offers a truly one-of-a-kind fitness experience. Your first class has already been paid for, so go to bodymachinefitness.com. Schedule your first high-intensity energy cardio strength group fitness class with best-in-industry trainers, cutting-edge audio and lighting system. Show up early or stay after the class for the IR sauna and nutritious snacks in the lobby. And then once you get done repairing the temple, go tear it apart. McFly's Pub, 6104LTJG Barnett Road. Uh, 1980s Back to the Future themed bar with a very impressive outdoor area and fire pit. Hang out, bring some friends for pool, darts, cornhole, jumbo, Jenga, and catch a live event. They've got uh, Tuesday nights with Tommy Luke. It's an open mic. And uh, if you're a musician, it's a fun place to do a little picking and grinning. If uh, if you're just wanting to catch a badass free show, it's also a great opportunity for that. Tuesdays at McFly's Pub. Check that out. Next page. Wood Post Metal Works. We just got a really badass sign. If you're in the uh, West Fort Worth area, and you're driving through River Oaks on River Oaks Boulevard, take a little detour. Go down meandering, take a ride on Yale, and go check out this new sign on the front of the Fort Worth Roots podcast studio. Woodpost Metalworks did this, and it looks amazing, and we're so excited about it. If you go to any of our social media pages right now, you're going to see uh, videos of us hanging out in front of that sign, trying to really uh, capitalize on how badass this thing is. Um, anyway, go to woodpostmetalworks.com. You can use offer code podcast817 for 10, 10% off at checkout. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair, or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. Also, something you'll see in our videos are these uh, coffee mugs I've been slinging around with our custom uh Fort Worth Roots podcast logo carved into them. Halkwalker Originals did that. Go to halkwalker.com. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts, also laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of. Roofing Solutions by Darren Halk. Y'all have heard me talk about these guys for over a year now. They have been so good to us, guys. And whenever it comes to finding somebody that is going to take care of your most expensive personal investment, for most of us, you want somebody you can trust. Go to roofingsolutionshauk.com or you can call them at 817-882-6520. Tell them that you heard about it on the Fort Worth Roots podcast and they will give you 50% off a roofing tune-up. Uh, Crewwear, that 817 shirt you see me running around in all the time. I own more than one. So if you guys are wondering if I do laundry or not, I do. I, I promise <laughs> I have a couple of these shirts and I keep them in rotation. It's the only shirt that I've ever worn in my life where I've been walking through like a, a establishment, a bar and people just stop me and go, Hey, where'd you get that damn shirt? Well, there's a couple of places you can get it. You can go to the Fort Worth Roots podcast uh, website at fortworthroots.com. Go to trusted sponsors. Click that. Look for crew wear. Click on that. And then uh, buy your awesome shirt, the 817 shirt. Or you can go to Pouring Glory. They've got these things on the wall now. You can buy them right there on the spot at Pouring Glory. So another way to get that shirt. Very cool stuff. Loving it. Wavy Digital, one more time. Shout out to them. Uh, If you need somebody to help you with your social media presence, Wavy Digital is there for you. And uh, they are our presenting sponsor out at the December 16th uh, little Christmas party that we're not going to do a whole lot of advertising for. We're going to talk about it on the show. We're going to make a few little social media posts, but this is meant to be just for our real listeners, the people that really support the show and uh, the people that follow us on social media. So if you need any, uh, more information about that, if you want to know how to get there, uh, DM me, email me, call me, text me, whatever. Uh, if you, if you want to email me, it's media at fortworthroots.com, but we are going to be doing just a little get together and, uh, I don't want 
a ton of people there. <laughs> but I do want you there. So come on out. Hang with us. Take some pictures. Get a free hug. And uh, enjoy some finger foods and some live music with Richard Keller from Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations. December 16th, we're going to start at noon. And we might take this thing uh, into the evening. It just depends on how it goes. But it's going to be fun. And it's the first time we've opened it up to the public. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. But looking forward to it. And if you need more information on that event, please hit me up. Media at fortworthroots.com is our email. Okay? Guys, gals, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Y'all have a wonderful Monday, and I'll see you soon. See ya. (laughs) 